This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 23, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. If it doesn't deliver skills that employers want, what good is a college degree? And if you can produce millions of degrees that don't feed the goals of employers, can you really call it developing human capital? Neil McCluskey, Associate Director of the Center for Educational Freedom at the Cato Institute, wonders why China would want to adopt the U.S. error of producing high numbers of college degrees that deliver relatively little human capital. One of the biggest concerns, perhaps the biggest concern, driving government, driving politicians to pile money into American higher education is that the Chinese, as well as India, but in particular the Chinese, are putting out more and more and more students with college degrees, and that as a result of this, they are going to clean America's clock economically. Well, there is lots of data and a pretty new report that suggests all those new degree holders in China are desperate to find jobs, because guess what? You could put out as many degrees as you want. But if people don't have the skills that employers want, it's not going to do them any good. If there's no demand for what those degrees signify, it's not going to do them any good. And China is in desperate straits as a result of putting out so many degree holders who can't get a job. Hasn't that been like a serious problem in the United States for many, many years? That is, the degrees that students walk out of higher education with do not... Uh, plug in neatly to the needs of employers. Hasn't that been a consistent problem here? Yeah, well, this is, you know, this is the, the whole fear of China is sort of compounding our problems. So we say, well, we've got to produce more degree holders here because China's doing it. And we just ignore the huge problems that's caused China, this, this glut of degree holders. And so President Obama, but President Bush before him, people, members of Congress say, well, we've got to be a competitive in the 21st century. And that means more and more people with college degrees. And so if you look at our own data, our own employment data, We're just heading in the same direction as China. So right now, 25% of jobs require a bachelor's degree. 29% of Americans 25 years or older have one, which means you've got hundreds of thousands of people who are working at Starbucks with a degree, you know, in medieval literature, and they've just basically wasted their, their time and their money, unless they really like medieval literature. Many people are getting that degree, and our politician wanted to get a degree to be uh, to be uh, hireable, to be something that's going to drive our economy forward, you know, with high-level skills, and we're not doing that. And then we have only a 56% six-year graduation rate in college. In other words, every sign we have here points to a huge oversupply of college degree holders, and we're doing it because China has an even bigger oversupply of degree holders, and we wouldn't want them to get too far ahead of us in wasted college degrees. I guess it's surprising that China has adopted what seems to be some of the worst aspects of higher education in the United States. It was my understanding for a very long time that so many of the degree holders, people who got PhDs in the United States who were from China and India were going back to those countries to help further develop capacity to produce uh, degree holders in those kinds of fields. Mm -hmm. Well, all of this is wrapped up in the simplicity 
that politicians need to do their job. So in China, of course, the idea was, well, first of all, we don't want to have to keep sending Chinese students abroad and be reliant on other countries, especially the United States, to provide them with an education. We'll do that here. You know, it's almost sort of like an educational mercantilism. Um, so they'll do that in China, they said. We, you know, plus, it's a little embarrassing that you have to export your students. But the even simpler notion that seems to be at work in China, and is definitely at work in the United States, is that politicians can say something very simple. The more educated the people are, the more resourceful they'll be, the more innovative, and the further they'll push our economy. And then they don't pay any attention to, well, but what do we really need? What are people actually studying? What would the money that we're piling into student aid and to public colleges and universities have been used for had it stayed with taxpayers? Would they have done innovative things with it? Would it not have been wasted? But in political for political gain, for political purposes, what's simplest to say, we're going to drive the economy with innovation, and that requires people with extraordinary education, and that's what we're going to do, and forget about the reality that actually goes into education. If you think of education as capital, and we should in some sense, uh, in, in many ways, it's treating a computer as just a box that's being dropped on somebody's desk. Yeah, well, the whole thing people talk about, that education is just building human capital, and isn't human capital good? And, and of course, you need human capital. Human capital is important. But if all you've got, say, is a nation of um, PhD holders, and all their PhDs are in basket weaving... You might say that's lots of human capital, but you need a whole lot of things other than a nation of basket weavers. And just to say the key to driving the economy is to have more people go to college, no matter what that means, no matter whether they're learning skills, and no matter whether the skills that they may or may not be learning are things that are in demand, just to say we need more degree holders, it's ridiculous. It's illogical. But in politics, it makes sense because politicians work in sound bites and with sound bite that makes intuitive sense to people is the more education Americans have, the better America will do economically. And it's the details, of course, where the devil's found. Neil McCloskey is associate director of the Center for Educational Freedom at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.